Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God will never give up on me. I don't know about you. So say it if you believe it, that God will never give up on you. Not because you are smart, not because you are beautiful, but because of His grace and mercy. Lift up your hands and give God praise. He will never give up on you. Oh, 
Father, we have come this morning to say thank you for the things that we are yet to see. Thank you because your faithfulness is ever sure. You do not fail, you do not owe any man. Knowing for sure that you will yet visit. Knowing that you will heal and you will deliver. Knowing that you would grant our desires and give us increase according to your word. As you go into your world this morning, you have an agenda, you have a purpose. Only your agenda is permitted at this service in Jesus' name. No flesh shall be seen in the name of Jesus. Speak to us, minister to our needs, move in a way that is mightier than we ever expect or think or imagine. And at the end of the service, your name alone will be glorified. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. Sweet Psalmist is mentally well done. Hallelujah. It's another time in his presence. You have to manage my voice this morning. My voice is blessed, so just manage it. Hallelujah. It's another time in his presence, and we come, when we come into his presence, we should come with desires. Because the Bible says in his presence there is fullness of joy. And we know that when God is present somewhere, of course, he will give gifts unto men. So this morning, please be expectant, and your expectations will not be cut off in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. As we saw on the banner, we'll be talking about pleasing God. Can you please echo to your neighbor, say, pleasing God. Please. Tell your neighbor again, it is important to please your God. Tell your neighbor, God expects him to please you. God expects you to please him. Hallelujah. It's a very simple topic. No, I don't know too much book. Like other pastors, I'll just speak as I've been giving utterance. And I know you'll be blessed in Jesus' name. I'm sure you know my pattern. What's meant of him? What's meant of to be pleased? To be pleased is to be happy with someone. God wants us to make him happy. To be pleased is to be satisfied with someone's conduct. God wants us to satisfy him with our conduct in life. To be pleased is to give someone no, to give him pleasure. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To give God pleasure. Bible says he has created us to give him pleasure. God created you to give him pleasure. He did not create you to give him displeasure. Hallelujah. And God wants us as a father, he wants to be proud of us, of his children. And to give to a place which means to be delighted in someone. God wants you to be delighted in him. Hallelujah. And when you are pleased someone, you are making the person glad. Hallelujah. There's a story in Matthew 3, 13 to 17, where Jesus Christ was. Matthew yeah, 3, 13 to 6, 17, the baptism of Jesus Christ. I'll read. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to John to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him saying, I need to be baptized by you and you come to me. That's the humility of Jesus Christ. But Jesus answered him. Let it be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. What is written is written. What God has promised, he has promised. What God has written must surely come to pass. Hallelujah. Then he consented. And when Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water. And behold, the heavens were opened to him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming to rest on him. And behold, a voice from heaven said, Can we read that, what the voice said together? This is my beloved son, with whom I'm well pleased. Can we read that verse together, verse 17? A voice from heaven said, This is my son, 
the one I love. I am very pleased with him. Can we read together again? A voice from heaven said, the one I love, I am pleased with him. Can we hear that voice by ourselves? Can the voice tell us that this is my son in whom I'm well pleased? Even though we're on earth, this is our mission. We are, we, are, we are to be like Jesus Christ. This should be what we should hear at the end of the world. Well done, good, good servants of mine. You're welcome to the kingdom. You're well pleasing unto me. First Thessalonians 4 verse 1 says, Finally, then brothers, we ask and urge you in the Lord Jesus that as you have received from us how you ought to walk and to please God. So there's a way to walk and to please God. First Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 1. Can we have it on the screen? So we can read together and understand. Yes. Any transition you have is good. Just make sure you are reading the Bible. And make sure you understand what you are saying. Finally, brethren, brothers, we ask and urge you in the Lord Jesus that as you receive from us, that was Paul, from us, how you ought to walk. Child of God, there is a, there is a how to walk. And to please God, there is a way to please God. Just as you are doing, that you do so more and more. I could say a parent and child illustration. Let me use that. One of the unique features, features of a parent-child relationship is that children have a natural desire to please their parents. I'm sure if you're a child here, all you are after is to please your parents. If not, you'll be a bad child. And parents are expectant too. We parents, we expect our children to please us, to make us glad, to make us happy. Likewise, our Heavenly Father, we are not bastards. Even though we're in the world, we should make sure that we make him happy. So there's a way to walk and there's a way to please God. That was all Paul was saying here. And when you know that way, you should do it more and more. It should, be a, it, should be, it should be something that we continue with. Not I please him today, I don't please him tomorrow. If you have a child that is like that, I'm sure you'll be wondering what kind of child is this? A child that will never listen to your instructions? A child that is disobedient? I'm sure you wonder, where did I get this child from? Some of us were like, like, were like that in the face of Christ with Christ. God is wondering, what kind of child is this? But no matter how bad you are, a child of God, you are still a child of God. Hallelujah. Hebrews 11.5 talks about Enoch. Hebrews 11.5. Quickly, Montevideo, can you please help us? We have many places to read. Hebrews 11.5 says, By faith, Enoch was taken up so that he would not see death, and he was not found, because God had taken him. Now, before he was taken, he was commended as having Pleased God. For before he was taken up, he was known as a person who pleased God. Enoch pleased God. Can they say that about you? When I leave, can they say, Okusaya Bolale pleased God? Some of us are men pleasers. We should not forget that. But we are talking about pleasing our God, our Father, the one that can reward you. If you please men, the rewards are little. If you are trying to please me, I cannot give what I don't have. So it doesn't make, doesn't make sense if you are pleasing me. 
But when you please your heavenly father, all-round wellness, as you will, as will see as you go on, all-round wellness, it will supply all you need because he's happy with you. See, when you're happy with your children, what do you, how, do you, how do you behave? You can give them everything because they have made you glad. Same with our Father, same with our God. Colossians chapter 1 verse 10 says, So as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to Him, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. I will take it again. That you may walk worthy of the Lord. It's an admonition. They are charging us to walk worthy of the Lord. Are you walking worthy of the Lord? Am I walking worthy of the Lord? Bible says Enoch walked with God. And he was commented to have pleased God. Walk to walk worthy of the Lord. Fully pleasing him. Not partial. Total. Satisfying God. Total. Making God happy. Total. Gladden the heart of your father. Not today, and you will not do it tomorrow. Being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. These four things are important for a child of God to walk worthy of the Lord. Assess yourself how am I walking? Are you being faithful or unfaithful? You come today, this Sunday you are in church. Next four Sundays you are out of church. You pray this morning, you resume in another one week. Some are here this morning, they read the Bible. That's why when I preach, I make sure we read the Bible because some will not open until next Sunday. That life is not working, is not working worthy of the Lord. Working worthy of the Lord. Fully pleasing him. That should be your goal. That should be my goal. Sometimes we miss it as humans. Of course, you know, you're not perfect. But when we miss it, go back to God and start afresh. Being fruitful in every good work. Are you fruitful in good works? Am I fruitful in good works? And increasing in the knowledge of God. Increasing. Continually increasing in the knowledge of God. John chapter 8, 29 says, John 8, 29, please, quickly. And he who sent me is with me. He has not left me alone. Jesus Christ was talking here. For I always do the things that are pleasing to him. And he who sent me is with me. The Father has not left me alone. For I always do things that, are, that pleases him. He who sent you is with us. Jesus Christ is always with us. The Father is with us. The Son is with us. Are we not blessed? Jesus Christ said, the Father has not left me. Why? For I always, can someone say, I always. I want to hear it better. I always. So let's read it together. I always do those things that please him. Can we say it together? I always do those things. If that is the only thing you go out of this service today, go out with it. 
always doing things that will please your father. A life fully pleasing unto God. In your office, fully pleasing him. On the street, in your neighborhood, in church, our lives should please the Lord. Hallelujah. Hebrews 11.6. I'll skip some now. We can read that later. Hebrews 11.6. And without faith, it is impossible to place him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and is a rewarder of those that legitimately seek him. So there are ways to please God. One of them is by faith. It says without faith, you can't please God because he's a God of faith. He works by faith. He has given us that faith. The Lord opened my eyes to the gift of faith last week. The gift of faith. The gift of faith. The gift of faith. You have that gift to have faith. You have that gift to believe. You have that gift. When things are wrong, the gift is operating in your life. The, faith of, the, gift of, the gift of faith. The gift of faith is important. Colossians 3.20 says, Children, obey your parents in everything for this pleases the Lord. Whether you are 50, you are 60, you are a child, you are being a child, even your parents are dead or living, obedience is part of pleasing God. 1 John 3.22 1 John 3.22 says, And whatever we ask, we receive from him because we keep his commandments and those things that are pleasing in his sight. Let me read my own translation. Says, see if it says, and whatever we ask, we receive. That we receive. Time wasn't allocated. Time is not allocated. Just be sure that you will receive. So between the time the word is coming and the time of receiving, there is what? There's a line. There's a gap. Receiving might take immediately. You might receive immediately. You might need to wait. But we are sure that you will receive. But we are not, we are not, we do not know. The Bible says with faith and patience will inherit the promise. It says, whatever we ask, we receive from him. It is very sure. Because we keep his commandments and do what pleases him. Child of God, learn to keep God's commandments. The Bible says his commandments are not grievous. It says love, love. It says forgive, forgive. Romans 8.8 8 says those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Romans 8.8 8. So then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Why? Because God is spirit. A carnally minded person cannot please God. A child of God must be a spiritual child. Must be a spiritual being. To be carnally minded is what? It's death. And to be spiritual minded is life and peace. Hallelujah. We'll read two more, then we'll go on. Ephesians 5.10. Let's start from verse 9. Ephesians 5, 9 to 10. For the fruit of a spirit, Ephesians 5, 9, 10. 
For the spirit of spirit is, is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. And verse 10. Finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. My traditional says, and try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. What is acceptable, what is pleasing. And the last one, Ephesians 6, 6. Ephesians 6, 6. Not with eye service as men pleasers. So there are men pleasers and there are God pleasers. But I would encourage, encourage you this morning to be a God pleaser. But as born servants of Christ, drink the will of God from the heart. My own says, not by the way of eye service, as people please us. When you please men, that's eye service. God can never be glad when you please men more than him. But as born servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart. Not by the way of eye service. As people please us, but as bond servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart. There's a story in Mark chapter 6, 21 to 23. Herod had a problem with John the Baptist because he told him that he, could, he shouldn't take his brother's wife. The wife of Herod had issue with John, John the Baptist. Because John saw that her life was not pleasing. Then the right time came for Herodias to cause John's death. Women are powerful. I'm sure such a woman is not in church this morning. No. We are godly women. We are spiritual people. It says, and the right time came for Herodias to cause John's death. The right time came to do evil. It happened on Herod's birthday. Herod gave a dinner party for the most important government leaders, the commanders of his army, and the most important people in Galilee. The daughter of Herodias came to the party and danced. Schema, she planned it. Maybe she did not plan it, but there was an opportunity for her to revenge. And when she danced, Herod and the people eating with him were very pleased. I don't know the kind of dance that that girl danced that everybody. It must be a, it must be a demonic dance. Demonic in the sense that it will cause them to behead John the Baptist. And the people eating with him were very pleased. So King Eros said to the girl, I will give you anything you want. He promised her, anything you ask for, I will give to you. Even half of my kingdom. To spare you the details, the girl, the poor, the, not the poor girl, the innocent girl ran to the mother. Mom, 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 mom. Any child could do that this day and age. Maybe she'll have gone to, okay, it was error that asked. But she ran to her mom. Mothers, when they come to us for counsel, what kind of counsel do you give? Are they godly counsels?
but there's some counsel that you must give that must be very negative. Example, if a child is being bullied in school, you don't keep that child and say, when you get to school, keep quiet. No, that's not a good counsel for bullying. When you get to school, bully the person bullying you. That's the counsel. Yes. Bully the person bullying in school because you need to talk. Speak out. Don't come back home and tell me that somebody's bullying you. Go back to that person and bully the person because that's the secret to it. So sometimes when the devil is bullying us, face the devil and say, Devil, ah, you are, you are too late. Amy, go bully for me. So the girl ran to the mother and said, What should I ask? I said, Ask for the head of John the Baptist. What a mother. Because she has been waiting for the opportunity to bring John down. And of course, because Herod had promised, he couldn't go back on his promises, John was beheaded. And the head was brought to her. Only God knew what she did with the head. Mothers, be careful. And fathers, to be careful. Proverbs 6, 16, 19. We are talking about pleasing God. God wants us to make him happy. He wants to be glad when he sees you in his presence. What are the things that God eats? We'll, eat from, we'll read from this. Three, the three verses. There are six things that the Lord eats. Meaning there are six, six, six things that, that pleases the Lord. Seven that are an abomination to him. Abomination to him. Can we go ahead, please? I'll read mine. A proud look. A proud child of God. God displeases. You are arrogant. Over what? I have realized that most arrogant people, they are very empty people. They are empty. They don't have anything. Because the ones that are rich, once once you know that they are rich, that you won't come and beg from them. But the, but the ones that they don't have anything, they are the arrogant ones, like peacock. A lying tongue. If you're a liar, your life can never be pleasing to God. You can say, I don't lie every time. But that once is enough to displease God. Ants that shed innocent blood, like Herodias. A heart that devices wicked plans. All you think about is wickedness. How I will bring Pastor Bolanet down. Wickedness. Ah, I've suffered in my life. Forget this fall down uh, and this wig. I have suffered. In the hands of some of you in this church. You know, pastors where we are, we are the receiving ends. But that message is for another time. Feet that are swift in running to evil. A false witness who speaks lies. You weren't there, but you are called to be a witness in your neighborhood because you wanted to get your landlord. And one who sows discord among brethren. Those are lives that can never be pleasing to God. You bring two heads together, maybe in your office, maybe even in church, because you want to be a friend to someone. That life cannot please God. And that life is walking in danger. 
Some of us will spend so much time pleasing others. Wives wanting to please their spouses. There's no problem with that. Prophet, is there any problem? Ah. So they won't say that. Pastor Manali said, don't please your spouse. I didn't say that. But we spend so much time pleasing other people. Spouses. Employers. Relatives. Friends. And I've realized that when you, when, you take, when you take so much effort to please men, you will be displeasing to God because in need, you will make you sin. In it, you might need to twist some things. You might, you might need to lie. Bible says, if I'm a man pleaser, I'm not worried to be a child, a servant of God. So we all are living to please somebody. But I encourage you this morning, live to please your maker. We are created in the image of God, and he has the manual of our lives in his hand. Therefore, we should live a life pleasing to God. I want to say this, don't forget. The summary of today's service. How do we please God? We are still going on. Regularly examining our motives and priorities against God's standard. I'll say it again. How do I please God? By regularly, you know, examining our motives and our priorities against God's standard. Regularly examining your motives and priorities against God's standard. There's a party on Saturday. Knowing that if you attend that party, you will not be in church on Sunday. Regularly and examining our motives and priorities against God's standard. Example says we should examine our lives. So how do I please God? I'll say it again. Regularly examining our motives, our priorities against God's standard. It should be the desire of every child of God to please Him. When we are pleasing to God, it means that we are in a healthy relationship with Him. If you are pleasing to him, we are accepted and have his approval. God is happy with us. I'm sure you are, you are you, I, think, I think you will like when God is happy with you. When God, or, or you prefer when God is not happy with you. I think I will like when God is happy with me. Men can be unhappy with me. I don't care. But once God is happy with me, that's the ultimate. Because men can approve you and God can disapprove of you. And that's dangerous. Our Lord Jesus Christ has shown us an example of how to please God. Jesus Christ, when he was on earth, he pleased the Father. He does things that are pleasing unto him. He says, the Father never left me because I do things that are pleasing unto him. If you want to maintain God's standard and God's presence in your life, always do things that are pleasing unto him. We still read this morning that Enoch, his life was pleasing to God. A sincere love of God will seek to please God at all times. 
If you love the Lord, you will seek to please God at all times. When people are there or when people are not seeing you. Hallelujah. When we put faith in Christ, God credits that person as someone who has also pleased God in everything he did. By faith, the Bible says it's impossible to please God. Jesus truly was a son of God, and there's no one who has pleased God more. Jesus Christ pleased the Father. You too can please the Father. Tell yourself, I can please the Father. That's what we are talking about this morning. I can please the Father. If you want the children to be pleasing to you, please your heavenly Father. Make him glad. Make him happy. The only way to heaven is by pleasing God. No sinner will inherit the kingdom of God. A sinner can never be pleasing to God. Bible says all unrighteousness is like what? Fill the rag before him. There are three ingredients involved in pleasing God. Number one, knowing the Father's heart. We know that the Father's heart is for us to love him. Number two, following Jesus' example. Have you ever sat to check in your Bible the four Gospels, how Jesus Christ lived when he was on earth? Have you ever thought of it? I think it's an assignment for the majority of us. If we could go and understand and go and study how Jesus Christ lived when he was on earth, it would be easier for us as God's children. And deliberately deciding to please him. Everything about God, one has to be deliberate with. You must deliberate to walk in love. You must deliberate to walk by faith. You must deliberate in serving God. Everything must be deliberate. So it must be deliberate in pleasing the Lord. Hallelujah. Who are those that are pleasing to God? Number one. Those who ask right things from the Lord, asking according to his will, your life is pleasing. First Kings chapter 3, verse 9 to 10. Solomon was given a blank check because he did what wow God. He gave a fantastic sacrifice. He gave what no one had ever given. And God gave him a, a blank check. He says, ask for whatever you want. Solomon said, Give your servant therefore an understanding mind to govern your people that I may discern between good and evil. For who is able to govern this, your great people? Bible says it pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this. So sometimes when we ask at the place of prayer, Bible says when we ask according to his will, he will hear us. Meaning if you ask out of his ill, will, he will not hear you. So that's why I always wonder when people pray in some churches, Kill my enemies. You are telling God to kill one of those that he created. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Such prayer can never be answered. And if it's answered, it's not from God. They are from demonic demonic, um, demonic crime. Because the devil is always quick to steal, to kill, and to destroy. God can never answer such questions. So kill my mother-in-law. Because they say she's my enemy. You are telling the creator to kill the created being. How does that work? The only one, that's the, the only enemy we have is who? The devil. And Bible says, submit yourself to God. Resist the devil. And he will, he will flee from you. 
Bible says, if a man says you please the Lord, please again. He makes his enemy what? To be at peace. When your life is pleasing to God, don't worry about your enemies. The word of God will surely come to pass. You will be at peace. You will be at peace. Just make sure that your life is pleasing. That's a weapon for, to answer prayer. I always tell this story. When we were young, my father died so early. He died at 49. So we were all afraid in the family. So in the process, we were going from one pastor to another, one pastor to another, one prophet. In fact, we went to some abalis too in the, you know, in the context of pastors. You know, there are some abalis that present as pastors. Because if you know that he's an abalis, he might not come to him, but he would, he would, he would disguise Child of God, when counseling coming from someone does not, does not line up with God's standard, that is not the mind of God for you. That's not the mind of God. I'm saying when your ways is present unto God, it makes his enemy to be at peace. Later, I got fed up from going from one pastor to that because there was one we went to. And the man told my mom that this is your daughter, Oluwani Fishe, she has the spirit of God. You have to leave her with me here. Leave her with me. We need to do some things so that the spirit of God in her can continue to increase. I'm sure you know the church that I'm talking about. Thank God that my mom was not foolish enough to have left me with the man. And when we got up, I said, you know what? That's the last time I said, the enemies that we are running away from, if they want to kill us, let us let them kill me. Ah, to go and marry a Woli because the Spirit of God is in me. And I stopped following them anywhere, everywhere. And sometimes they'll come to the house. You know, we're living in fear. And they'll pray for everybody. And when they get to my side, they say, Alafia, I said, very good. I said, very good. That's all I want, to, I want to hear. You know what I did? I realized that I couldn't fight the battle for myself. As young as I was, I was 16 when my father passed on. I had to go to God in my own little way. My mother was not, was not encouraging because she didn't know better. We were Anglican by, by denomination. But we were always everywhere. So I was confused of which to choose. Is it Anglican or Kerugu? Or sell Some of our kids are very, you are very blessed. Born in church, being brought up in church, children's church, you are hearing right. Some of us, we had wrong, we had wrong things, but God helped us. Determination is important. So I, de I determined in my heart that whatever will happen, I've said enough of going everywhere. I'll wake up in the evening, I'll read my Bible, Psalm, Psalm 19. I will kneel and I will pray. And that was what I did. It happened in December 86. My father passed on 86. December 86. In October, I had a dream. So some dreams you don't neglect, you walk on. When God shows you things, it's not for you that, ah, I didn't sleep well. It's for you to pray about it. 
And surely when it is being repeated, second time, third time, you need to pray about it. I had a dream that my father passed on, and I saw what I saw that day that I saw people dressed in black suits in the neighborhood and told us my father passed on. And I went home to tell my parents. He said, ah, you didn't sleep well. You didn't sleep well, Bolanli, you didn't sleep well. Are there treasures? Are there tensions? You need money? Because money was not a problem. My brother is here. He knew me. We grew up together. For the first time, you are hearing it. So they said I didn't sleep well. And I went back to sleep. Abby. And I slept. And the way I saw it in the dream, it happened three months after. If we had prayed, it would have been averted. So, child of God, when you, have, when, you, when you have such dreams, pray. Don't be afraid. You can share with people. Let them agree with you. If not, it will come to pass. All the enemies of my father's house, enemies of my mother's house, combination of them, consumed them by fire. The answer is this. When a man's way is what? Is pleasing to God. He makes his enemy what? To be at peace. Just make sure that your life is, is at peace. is pleasing to God. So that he can have peace. And to shock you, we thought my father's families were our problems. We thought. And one day we went to Ogumoshi, the great city. Yes, sir. Any Ogumoshi in town, in church? Any Ogumoshi person in church? Yes, so Great city. Ah, you're from Ogumoshi. Please, if I have Ogumoshi, you'll see me after service. Ogumoshi is a great city. There's a song they sing. Adenu Oko Asimiyo. Adenu Oko Asimiyo. Ogumu Jaja. Kodogbo Mosho. Kopossibu. We defeated another time. We went for a function in my, father, in my father's town. And before my people left the house, I saw gymnastics. People came to pray for my, father, for my mother and my, young, and my other siblings. Because I, 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 I separated myself from them. My mother would say, if they kill you, they will just kill you. I let them kill me. Maybe will shame I'm not going anywhere again. So before we traveled, we took that journey. Of course, a prophet came out to pray for them. To give them the word of God that, should you go? The man said, you can go, but I have to come home to do some things for you. I said, that's your business. I said, when you're ready, let me enter the car. As young as I was, I had little faith, and that little faith saved me till date. Because I tried to make that my life, in a little way, the little that I knew, I read the Psalms, I prayed, and I was innocent. And God brought me out. So after the preparation for the journey, you know it's a preparation. Some of us just, you won't even tell people that you're going to Lagos from here, from when you leave your channel. Because you know that God has gone ahead of you. There's no, aim to find out. Shonoda, is the road good? Should I travel? Or if you are still here, you are laughing, and that's your lifestyle. It's not pleasing unto God. So don't laugh. Work on yourself. If you are still visiting pastors, should I travel? 
What, what's, what's wrong with your mouth? mouth? Can't you pray? Ola, is tomorrow be good? Google it. Instead of going to pastors. Yes, if, instead of spending money to pastors and giving them milk and bovita, go and Google it. Google has all answers. Am I wrong? Yes. The Spirit of God is in you. So, allow the Spirit of God to minister to you. Let it speak. There's, there's an inner witness. Go and Google it. Should I go to Lagos? Google it. Should I go? Type it. Should I go to Lagos tomorrow? And after their preparations, we left for my great city of Moshe. And when we got there, my brother's sister, my, my dad's sister called me and told me and asked me that, Bonali, which church do you attend? I said, me, I don't go to church. Though. I said, no, we are members of um, Anglican in, um, our church was um, um, Emmanuel College. Said, I don't know, but whatever you are doing, stay with it. Meaning what? She has tried me. And those that have gone for preparation, there was no word for them. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So make sure your life is present to God. Hallelujah. So always ask right things from the Lord. What Solomon asked for was pleasing to God, and God gave him. Hannah was a widow for many years. There was sure that she attended and said, God, if you will give me a female child, I will return that child to you. Never, she didn't know that there was a need for a male priest in Israel. She bore the mind of God out from our desires. Number two, the only yielded one. Give yourself totally to him. That's what the father wants. With your money, with your time, with everything that God has given to you, giving everything back to him. Your life will be pleasing unto God that way. Not service minus my money. You know, some people can serve God with money. They can come to church. Let's come and sweep. They'll be. But it, when it comes to the time of let's give to church, ah, Want us to come and sweep? We will sweep. But giving money to church? Some of my friends in church knew that there's something I'm learning to do. I won't say it. So my ogre in the office, he was telling me that. I told him, I said, always pay your tithe. He said, Pastor, you are deceiving yourself. Who spends the tithe? Does God come from heaven to spend the tithe? I said, give tithe to church. Who is spending is not your business. Just obey God first. Some of us are like that. Give to church. When we give to God, we are the church. The building is not the church. We are the church. So when we give to, to God, we give to ourselves and we give to God. When, when we worship is comfortable, I'm sure you will be, you'll be glad about it. So the only yielded one, Hebrews 13, 21 says, 
The Lord will equip you with every good, every good, everything good that you may do His will. Then God said to him, because you have access, no. Hebrews 13.21, 13.21, Make you complete in every good work to do His will. Walking in you what is well, pleasing in His sight through Jesus Christ. So own be glory forever and ever. Those that are only, only, W-H-O, L-L-Y, yielded to him. Then those who walk with God, Enoch walked with God, and Bible says he was commended, commended as having pleased God. Then those that praise his God. Psalm 69, 30, 31 says, Psalm 69, 30, 31. I have been told that whenever I minister, I should wait for the screen to show the, the verse we are reading, you know? We are under authority, so we have to listen because I'm sure they are listening now. They are watching, they are watching me. So say, hey, we told you, you didn't do it. That is obedience. So I'm obeying them now. So show the screen. Let them read. Yeah, I have a very fantastic boss at all. Very fantastic man of God. Boss. His sister is in church. Fantastic man of God. The sister is a local Jibola. Strict people. Strict and firm. Ah, Pastor Tori is strict. Hey. Ah, I'm sure you know now. Strict. Say, don't do that. Don't do this. Blah, 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 blah. I said that. Bad. So, please read the screen. I will praise the name of God with a song. I will magnify him with thanksgiving. Verse 31. This also shall what? Can we read it louder? This also shall what? Better than what? An ox or bull which has horns and hooves. So you're praising God. Pleases God. So when we come to church, don't pause. In his presence, be free. Praise him. Don't wait till you come to church before you praise God. In your closet, praise him. God does not score your keys. He doesn't. Make a joyful noise to the Lord. That's what the Bible says. So when we praise him, we please him. Having faith pleases him. In Hebrews level 6, without faith, it's impossible to please him. Another one, being spiritually minded, places him. Romans 8, from verse 6 to 8. Romans 8, 6 to 8. For to be carnally minded is what? Is death. But to be spiritually minded is what? Life and peace. Verse 7. Because the carnal mind is empty against God. For it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. Verse 8. So then, can we read it together? So then, those who are in the world, in the flesh, cannot please God. Let's take it again. So then. The flesh cannot please God. The fear of the Lord places him. When we fear the Lord, the fear of the Lord. 
Psalm 147, 11. Can we have a place? The Lord, but the Lord takes pleasure, what? In those who... Let's read now. The Lord takes pleasure. In those who hope in his mercy. When the Lord takes pleasure, we are saying that the Lord is pleased with those who fear him. So the fear of God is an important child of God. Fear God and fear the king. That's what the Bible says. Fear God. Total obedience. Total fear of God. Obeying God pleases him. 1 Samuel 15.22. Oh, Lucia, when the time is five minutes, let me know. When I have five minutes, let me know. 1 Samuel 15.22. Because they will ask me, when did you finish the service? When did you end the service? When did you end the service? When did you end the service? Did you keep the people waiting? When did you to have finished on time? <laughs> Hallelujah. It's a good training, though, but sometimes it's hard. He will say... I'm your father. I said, you can't be my father because my father is not as tough as this. My father was loving. Even though my father was a chartered accountant, this is a chartered accountant. But I said, no, you can't be my father. I said, you're not my father. My father wasn't too, this hard on me. My father used to be slow, used to pamper us, though, even though he, he died young, but we enjoyed the time we had together. Every father will live long in Jesus' name. Mothers will all live long in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. First Samuel 15, 22. And Samuel said, as the Lord has great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices, as in obeying the voice of the Lord, behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to listen than the fat rams. The emphasis is this. As the Lord has great delight, God is pleased. No. When we obey him, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to listen than the fat of rams. Another one is when we do his will, doing God's will, is pleased. Hebrews 13, 21. We have read it before. Make you complete in every good work to do his will, working in you what is well, pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. And who are those that are not pleasing to God? We we'll run through them. If you live for yourself, you are not pleasing God. Self. When you worship self, myself, 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 self is your satisfaction. When you are wrapped in yourself, you cannot properly worship God. Matthew 20, 28. If you live in yourselves, we live by ourselves, that life is not pleasing to God. Self, self. All you know is yourself, 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 myself, my dog, my cat. Just as the Son of Man did not come to, to be served, but to serve at what? To give his life a ransom for many. Meaning that when you serve men, your life will be pleasing to God. When you are not wrapped up in yourself alone, myself, my dog, my house, you know, some people are like that. I, I, I. Myself, myself.
Can we have Romans 15 verses 1 to 3 about Jesus Christ? Jesus Christ did not, didn't come to serve himself. He came to serve us. He came to serve us and to be a ransom for many. Romans 15, 1 says, We who are strong have an obligation to bear with the fallings of the weak and not to please others. Let each of us please who is neighbor for his good to build him up. For Christ did not please himself, but as it is written, the reproaches of those who reproach you fell on me. Christ did not come to serve himself. He came to serve us. He served others. He served every one of us. If you, live in the, if you live in self, you are not pleasing to God. Another one is this. They that seek men are not pleasing to God. You seek pastors. Sometimes I laugh in church. You see women, you know, it's good to honor your pastor. You know, needing for pastor. And in their house, in their homes, for their husbands, they stand like this. In fact, they are, they are the boss. You need for pastor in church, at home. You give your husband a knock. <laughs> Not a physical knock. Words of our mouth. You can say Pastor Tolu is tough. You can't tell Pastor Lou rubbish. You can't tell him rubbish. He will give, he will fix you immediately. But your husband is not like Pastor Tolu. Your husband is quiet and soft, so you put all blames on him. Say, our daddy, is your head correct? You know, use air, but you still abuse. Our daddy. Let me say it well. I want daddy what? Daddy what? Show the. Daddy what? She had low sense, Isha. Can you come and tell Pastor Lou I use your sense? So she'll bring you from home. Don't please men. Please God. When you please men, what would they give you? What they can afford? What they can give? But when we please God, He gives everything. We are here because our lead pastors, they don't worship with us. I used to work in Mokola and I could see men please us. I said, ah, ah. The ones that they are dying to please, those ones don't just send them. They are sincere servants of God. But you that you are trying to please men, for what? For what? I don't know why they please men. I don't know. You can ask yourself, why are you pleasing men? Your boss, head over heels. What will not do for God, you do for men. If it's a place of work, the best is she will recommend you for promotion. And after promotion, what's next? Can you go ahead of the boss? It's not possible. But when you please God, ah, everything is correct. Hallelujah. Galatians 1.10. Galatians 1.10. For do I now persuade men, or God, or do I seek to please men, for if it still please men, I will not be a sponsor servant of God, of Christ. 
Let me read my own. For I'm now seeking the approval of man or of God. Or am I trying to please man? If I'm still trying to please man, I'll not be a servant of Christ. So when we try to please men, we're not being servants of Christ. So we talked about lies are not pleasing unto him. Number one, if you live in the flesh, your life can't be pleasing. Number two, if you seek man, your life can't be pleasing. Another one is, if you are in the flesh, we have seen it before, your life can never be pleasing to God. If there is no faith, your life can never be pleasing to God. And what are the benefits for today's service? Benefits of pleasing God. Answered prayers. Every one of us wants our prayers to be answered. So please God. Please God. Please your Father and please Him. One of the benefits is answered prayers. Glad. Bible says He delights in the what? In the praise of His people. Bible says the, the prayer of the righteous is what? The prayers pray, pray of righteous words are his delight. He's delighted. He's happy when we, when we please him. Length of days is another benefit. We live long because we keep his commandments and we do things pleasing unto him. You bear fruit in every good work when you please the Lord. God will favor you when you please the Lord. Your desires will be granted when you please the Lord. And God will establish your steps when we please the Lord. In summary, all-round wellness. Everything correct when we please the Lord. So make up your mind, child of God. Is there any area that you are less pleasing God because we have been admonished, we have been counseled to fully please our Father? You are the only one that can check, check yourself. The Bible says judge not so that you will not be judged. Assess yourself. Paul says, I die daily. Assess yourself. Is my life pleasing unto God? In the area of evangelism? In the area of giving? In the area of service? In the area of studying God's word? In the area of going to God at the altar? Assess yourself. No man can judge you. No one is permitted to judge you. You are to judge yourself because you are the one that you know yourself in and out. Sometimes when I don't have time to study the Bible, it's like something is wrong. I will be squeezing, you know, looking for time to study it. Some of us, we don't care. Maybe it's the Bible. And that's your life. God's standard. We should align, examine whether your priorities or your motives, weigh them against God's standards and your life will be pleasing unto God. God has called us to serve. Are you serving him? Am I serving him? Not I serving, so that pastor can see you. But the one that you are serving knows that you are serving him. The ones that cleanse this place every Saturday, no man sees them, but God sees. Everybody sees some of, some of us, we hold the, the microphone, you can say, ah, Pastor Lee is trying. But can God say that about me? That I'm pleasing unto him? There's some behind the scenes that every child of God must take it to. Your prayer life is important. Do you praise God? Do you worship him? What has he done? 
The one that you did, assuming that had not happened, I'm sure you worship God. Stay with the word child of God. That's why I like this church. It's a word church. No one is permitted to visit pastors from in this church. If you are still visiting them, today we separate you from them in Jesus' name. You will call them, they will not pick up your phone. Or you get there and they say, Baba just died. We separate you from that act today in Jesus' name. We separate you from that service today in Jesus' name. A man will tell you to bring dresses of milk that you don't drink at home. And you call that wisdom? You are a priest yourself. You can prophesy to yourself. You have the Holy Ghost in you. God has called you. He has given us all things to enjoy. He has given us all things. He gave us the Holy Ghost. He did not leave us as orphans. You have the Spirit of God living inside you. So put that Spirit of God in use. And don't make a mess of your life. Don't make a mess of your life. By the time you visit everywhere, you visit shrines, you visit altar, you visit this, you visit that, you mess up your life, you now come back to God. Why don't you stay with God initially? The one that does not fail. It may tarry, but it will not tarry. No matter what you are, no matter what the desire is, it's not new before God. And it's not, a, it's not, an, uncommon, it's not an uncommon desire. So why can't you wait for God? Wait for him. It's never too late. He's an on-time God. God blesses church with a set of triplets. After waiting for 14 years, 14 years of waiting, triplets. Only God will not fail. Men can, men will, but God cannot fail. On Friday, when those kids were born, that was Upper Friday. And the mother called me. I said, Pastor, you, you have to be there when I'm giving birth. I said, what kind of? I said, this one is a hard one. You have to come. I said, what? I said, sister, I said, ah. I don't get choice. I get choice. Even I'm the pastor's wife. The ones, I, the ones I do in secret, they will not know. The ones I do, the ones I don't do, that's what they will capitalize. God, God will forgive every one of you. And truth of matter is me, I don't even care. Once I'm pleasing to God, and that's this. Because I can't come and kill myself. I can't come and kill myself. So if he says something happens to me, Pastor, I did not do anything about it. That is if I knew about it. I'm not Holy Ghost. And the ones I can do, I can do because I'm human. I'm not God. I don't have a superpower. See me as fast as I am. I said, Pastor, you have to be there when I'm, when I'm laboring. I said, ah. She said, see, start. I said, see, start. I don't get choice. I got up. Sometimes you do something grudgingly before God, but God would normally have mercy upon us. It was not convenient, but I had to get up. And I got up. I was there. You know that trauma? You know it's like an anxiety. Myself and the husband. She was there for one hour. We prayed for one hour. 
So I told the matron, I said, once the babies are out, please come and tell me so that I can reduce my prayers. <laughs> you think it's easy? As we are praying and trusting God, devil is ministering to us. Those kids will not live. I will say no. The mother will die, and I will say no. This will happen. She will be misminded. I said no. That is when the devil will bring something that happened to one sister, you know, as she was as she was laboring. She just passed on. I said no. And the husband was watching me. Me, the super god, the small super god. I said, God, don't let me disappoint this man. That's why don't put your trust in anybody. Let God be your standard. Weigh your life and priorities against God's standards. That's the most important thing. If you use me as your standard, you are ready to fail. You are. I am not ready to fail, but I can miss it. When you say someone is your mentor, it's not that person. It's the grace of God over that man's life or woman's life. Or I covet. I covet. You are coveting the grace. Do you know what I go through before coming to minister to share the word of God? <laughs> I read and read and read and read and read. I pray and pray and pray and pray and pray and pray. And when you come, someone will just judge you. 50% as she tried. Get up and give God the praise this morning. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Has God been good to us? Has God been faithful to you? We are rejoicing in his presence because I could see rejoicing and gladness. For those that desire joy this morning, the Lord is sending joy to you. Give him praise, give him praise. Let your life be pleasing unto God. We can have that song down. Please worship your God, worship your God. Worship your God, worship him, worship him for who he is. This is not the time to watch. Worship your God. Worship him. Tell him I love you. Tell him I'm grateful for all that you have done. I'll be here worshiping all of the days of my life. I'll be
is my life pleasing unto God? If not, you have you have a time, you have a choice. So tell him, just help me. Help me to walk worthy of the Lord and fully pleasing unto him, increasing in the knowledge of God. That is the whole duty of your life. That is why you are here to please God. Without pleasing God, you cannot see the Father. Without seeing God, there's no heaven. So tell him, Holy Spirit, help me to please you. In word, is it your love life? Ask him. Lord, I ask for grace to please you more. Thank you, Jesus. God's presence is here. And his presence is strong. He's a father that does not fail. He knows before you ask. Present your thoughts before the Lord this morning. The ones that you are spoken to him at the place of prayer. The ones that are even coming to your heart now. Present to him. There's someone here. You are so afraid of life. You are afraid of life. And you are supposed to be a child of God. Surrender yourself to him totally today. He does not fail. He knows you. He will sort you out. While others are praying, can I see that hand up? You are so afraid of life. Maybe by what you have seen, what you have heard, experiences that you have seen, you are so afraid. Don't be afraid, child of God. Your father is in charge. Your father will sort you out. You are even afraid of tomorrow. You are afraid. Tomorrow is in the hands of God. Commit your ways to Him. Trust Him. If that hand is up, let me see His eye. Raise your hand properly. Yes. God is your Father. He is saying to you, I will never leave you nor forsake you. You will not be put to shame. Keep pleasing me. Keep serving me. Give me the best. And you will see the best of me. God is saying to you, give me the best. I will give the best. Give me the best. You will have the best. Give me the best. You have the best. Leave me on the altar with my father. Keep praying. Keep praying. Leave me on the altar with my father. God's presence is here. God is here himself. Leave me on the altar with my and things are changed and transformed. Leave me on the altar. Leave me on the altar with my Father. There is an altar that has to be revealed the Lord is saved. There is an Leave altar that the Lord has to reveal. with my Father. How many Jesus have heard say? There is an altar that is an altar the Lord wants to reveal this morning. Present your altars before you are dragging. The altar of worship. The altar of praise, the altar of sacrifice. The Lord rebuilding those altars, the Lord is saying. Present your altars before the Lord. He knows you. You might even not know that you, that altar needed to be repaired. But God is repairing our altars. Repairing our altars. Giving us fire. The fire to pray. The fire to stay. The fire to evangelize. The fire to be pleasing, the Lord is giving unto us. Receive yours this morning. Altars have been rebuilt. 
Say the Spirit of the Lord. We give you praise. And you are here, you are watching online, you are not born again. That's where all this starts from. Give your life to Christ. Or you have missed it, you want to dedicate your life to Him. This is the time. The world cannot help you. Social media will not help you. Social media will not give you satisfaction. Being I will not give you satisfaction. When you live on drugs, will not give you satisfaction. But when you live with Christ, you live in Christ, you live for Christ, that brings satisfaction. Hallelujah. Father, we are grateful. Lord, we are grateful. Father, we are grateful. Finally, I want us to dedicate our lives to Him. That as long as I live, as long as, as long as I have the breath of God in me, I will serve you. Is that what you are saying to the Lord? Say it loud and let Him hear. Father, as long as I as you grant me breath in my nose, as long as I wake up every day full of breath, I will serve you. I will serve you and I will serve men. I will serve you and I will serve men. Give God all the praise. Your needs are met. Desires are granted. You are living here changed and transformed. With joy in your heart and gladness. Returning to God to give Him praise. Hallelujah.